listening to The Truth About Dinosaurs podcast, where we dig up the facts about when and how dinosaurs lived and died, and unearth new discoveries that will make you roar! I'm your host, Eli. Let's find out what we'll discover on today's show. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Truth About Dinosaurs podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Matt Miles. Welcome back, Matt. Hey, it is good to be back, Eli. It's been fun to, to do some more podcasts with you. Yeah, I like doing this too. So, what is your favorite dinosaur, Matt? Mine is obviously the T-Rex, as you know. Oh, the T-Rex. I like the T-Rex too. I know the last episode you asked me about, about my favorite theropod other than T-Rex. Probably the Albertosaurus. And I'm afraid that's probably my favorite that's probably my favorite. Next, uh, and T-Rex is probably my second favorite. Besides uh, Albertosaurus and T-Rex. Okay, all right. If I had to go besides them, really like the Triceratops. Kind of one of those classic dinosaurs that everybody thinks of when you think of a dinosaur. Um, but probably probably Triceratops, maybe a, maybe a Patagotitan. Patagotitan's good, too. Oh, yeah, I remember talking about that one. Mm-hmm. That giant. Huge long neck. Ooh, man, how big was that neck? Like oh, 50 let's feet? Let's see, the neck something? on a Patagotitan is 30-plus feet long. Um, I thought you said, and, like, 50-something uh, when we talked about it. No, his whole his whole body, uh, neck to neck, all the way head to, to tail, is like 120. 20 some feet um but his body alone is 20 plus feet or something i don't know it's it's crazy long um he's just big very big oh yeah really no caring so anyway i am really excited to talk to you about the t-rex and how he defended himself until he ultimately caught his prey let's go do it let's do it so even though he's the king of the dinosaurs like his name means he's still smaller than some dinosaurs and giganotosaurus is one and probably the only one of them but scientists have been scanning the skulls to get a picture and understand how big their brains were if their theory is correct on the size of the brain case, then Giganotosaurus's brain would actually be smaller than T-Rex's. Bigger size doesn't always mean bigger brain. Nope. So, technically, T-Rex's brain is one of his defenses. Maybe he was smarter than all the dinosaurs. Who knows? Maybe the king is actually the smartest for once. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. I know that brain, that brain is, uh, 
it's not very big. If you look at those animals like uh, Sue and and Stan, uh, the two largest T Rexes found, uh, yeah, their 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 brains are not very big. They're not very big. Well, they're bigger than Giganotosaurus's, as far as we know right now. As far as we know, yes. Yeah, we don't have a. Do we even have a whole skeleton of of a Giganotosaurus? Say that again, really slow. Giganotosaurus. So it's not Giga. No. Oh. If you want to, you can just call him Giga. Giga. Okay. Lots of people just call him Giga. I've I've been calling him Giga, like a gigabyte on a computer, you know, on a hard drive. But that's not that, right. Okay. All right. That's Giga. Not a saurus. Yes, according to, to some of my research, yeah, we don't even have a whole skeleton of him. Uh, and we don't have a whole head. We only have pieces and parts of a skull. So, yeah, he probably, he had a thinner thinner head than T-Rex. So in my research, I mm-hmm. found that, as we know, T-Rex's teeth are very big. Mm-hmm. But I found something much more interesting. His brain cavity is actually smaller than his biggest tooth. So even if he was smarter than other dinosaurs, he still had more brawn than brains. That is true. The T-Rex's T-Rex's brain is uh is is smaller than his biggest tooth. Um yeah, we have a model. We have a model of a T-Rex brain uh scanned, I believe it was out of stands. Uh stand the T-Rex's brain. And to show one, it looks like a reptile brain, not a bird brain. Ha, ha, bird brain. Bird brain. And, um, and it is smaller than his biggest tooth, which is about 11, 11 and a half inches long. It is actually shorter than his biggest tooth. So you are correct, sir. More brown, more brown than brains. Yep. His bark and his bite are pretty much the same. His think <laughs> his thinking cap is quite different. So speaking of his teeth, one of the reasons I like T Rex is because of his teeth. Where his teeth good for more than just eating food and catching prey? Ooh. Man, that's a good question. You know what? Some of the some of the research that I've done um obviously those teeth are very sharp um but not as sharp as some of the other theropods uh some of the other theropods are their their teeth were sharper like the albertosaurus and and some of the others um they weren't as sharp as the the giganotosaurus's teeth uh or the spinosaurus's teeth uh so t-rex had had different teeth okay um and so it very much, yes, could have could have used it for for eating food, obviously, um, and catching prey, but maybe used it for other. But one of the other researches that I've done and, and that my colleague Ryan Cox has done is the bite force behind T-Rex. You should be really, really excited about the bite force of T-Rex. Because everybody that wants to argue decide that Spinosaurus was more powerful, bigger, blah, 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 whatever about T-Rex. They, they have done some studies, only guesses, but they're good guesses of the bite force of, of 
different ones of the theropod dinosaurs. And T-Rex is by far, by far the strongest bite force. So like Spinosaurus's uh, bite force is guessed to be somewhere around 3,600 pounds per foot. Okay. Um, so like, let's say you take a ruler uh, and you make a box that is a foot square. Okay. So if Spinosaurus was biting down on that, it would bite down with the force of 3,600 pounds on that amount of space. Okay. So about the size, like we were talking an episode or two ago about a side-by-side. So it's about like a side-by-side or maybe two side-by-sides pushing on one foot square. Okay. Well, T-Rex, to give you a difference between 3,600, T-Rexes on that same foot of space would be 12,800 pounds. So it would be like taking an F-350, a big one-ton pickup truck, and putting all of that truck on a one-foot square and pushing down on it. Way, way more crushing power the T-Rex's skull has. So those teeth were not just for, for biting. They very much could have defended him as well. If he even needed defended. Yes. <laughs> but definitely ate, ate and caught prey. Uh, with those teeth, for sure. Definitely. I mean, well, how else are you supposed to eat? Just rip it up with your claws and then throw it in your mouth somehow? But that's kind of hard when you have arms that are like an inch long. The white baby arms. So what are your thoughts about about T-Rex and what he ate? You have any thoughts about that? Oh, that's actually what my next question is about. So, were his teeth good for more than just hunting for prey, or were they also good for picking and eating fruits and veggies? I would bet those teeth were really good for crushing through a watermelon rind. <laughs> Very much so. And remember, remember, Eli, in, in the Word of God, in the Bible, in Genesis chapter 1, uh, verse 29 and following, it talks about um, all creatures, specifically beasts of the earth, um, those beasts, they, um, they were given plants to eat, which means T-Rex, when he was first created uh, and everything was perfect and there was no death, he would have eaten fruits and veggies, right? Yeah, he would have very well eaten fruits and veggies and watermelon. Yeah, watermelon. how about, oh, wait, what about a pumpkin? What do you think about a pumpkin? Oh, he could have crushed through one of those. If how uh, about a how about a a thousand two hundred and eighty pound pumpkin? Any maybe, thoughts about that? Maybe. <laughs> have you ever seen a thousand two hundred and eighty pound pumpkin? No. I got to see one this last year. So I went to I went to the Kansas State Fair. So the state fair for the whole state of Kansas. And I've been going to that fair with my wife for over 30 plus years. And every year I enjoy going into uh, one of the buildings that have all of the prize winning pumpkins and watermelons and other squash and all kinds of things. Well, the pumpkin this year was a Kansas state world record in, in, in Kansas. All right. State record. And it was a thousand two hundred and eighty pounds. 
it was it was quite remarkable. And the only thing I could ever think about as I was looking at that pumpkin and getting my picture taken next to it, it was way bigger than me. Um, it is T-Rex could have eaten this thing. He's got teeth and the power to eat this to eat this pumpkin. If you could carry that thing underneath of the tire of your pickup if it was <laughs> raised up tall enough, you could you could and you had like a ladder to get into it. You could drive over that pumpkin and would probably crush it. So I don't know. It's a big pumpkin. You'd have to have a really big truck to drive over that pumpkin. Like <laughs> was... like a monster truck times monster two. truck. A monster truck is probably about the only truck that could drive over that pumpkin. That thing. That thing had to be. Let me think about it for a second. It was probably. It was probably three and a half feet tall. Somewhere right around that, three and a half or four feet tall, and about that wide too. It was a really, it was by far the biggest pumpkin I've ever seen in my whole life. Wow! But all I could I... think about were those teeth on T Rex. Wow! I've never seen a pumpkin that big before. So now we're talking about his claws. How big were T Rex's claws? If his teeth are about the length of a steak knife. Were his claws about the same? Ooh, that's a really good question. All the research that I've done on T-Rex suggests he had pretty good-sized claws. Um, some of them, his toe claws of his foot um, probably were similar. I would say would, would be similar size to his, to his teeth. Uh, but his front arms, those itty-bitty little front arms <laughs> that he clapped with and he didn't slap with, if you remember that discussion with with uh, Mr. Ryan Cox, um, yeah, yeah, those those claws claws on his arms aren't near as big as as some of his biggest teeth. Um, they were they were they were a little smaller, but um, he definitely had claws um, for defense or as well as for catching prey, as some of the other discussions we've had about those could be. Yes. I couldn't have said that another way. That's a very good yeah. way of saying it. So, so what else about T-Rex? Um, one of the books I read thinks T-Rex has had binocular vision, which means they potentially had a really good eyesight and, de- and depth of perception. Wh- which means even though he's not a lit... Which means even though he's a lizard and not a bird, he pretty much had the vision of an eagle, right, Matt? Yeah, quite possibly. Yes, I've I've read some of the similar things that talk about where the Lord designed his eyes in his skull. Uh, he very much could have looked probably down his snout. So instead of a reptile today like a chameleon or something that had um or that has eyes that that see on either side of his head. He could probably most likely look down his snout, um, but it's always, you know, this discussion of, of whether, how they could see a lot of people if they've only been and maybe some people in your audience, if they've only been listening to Hollywood dinosaurs or things they've seen in movies, they get this idea that that has been taught for many years that T-Rexes maybe didn't have great eyesight and that if you don't move, they wouldn't ever see you. Um, well, I don't know about you, Eli, but 
one, I don't know that we've ever tested the eyesight of a T-Rex. And if we had a T-Rex alive, I don't know that I would want to be the one that tested to see whether he could see or not standing right in front of him. How about you? Oh, we could just we could just put it in like what do they call them in Jurassic World? Like uh, the the I don't pat, remember the pad thing the the cage oh. thing. Yes, yes, yeah. I don't I don't know about you. I, there's I don't know how we test whether he had great eyesight or not. Um, he would have had decent sized eyes. So, I mean, I I don't know why he wouldn't have been able to see. But even if he couldn't see well, he does have a very large nose, so he probably could have smelled you. So either way, if he wanted to eat you, he probably could have gotten it done. We could just put him in one of those cages that they use in Jurassic World and just put like one of those test drive dummies in there. <laughs> and then since the, those things don't move, we can just see if the T-Rex can find it. Yep. Very, that would very be a well pretty good test. Have. Very well could have. If we had a living T-Rex. That's what I say in like it pretty was, much yeah. every episode. Like, if we had a living this dinosaur. If we had a living that dinosaur. So you were you were looking forward to us finding uh, DNA of a T-Rex and cloning a T-Rex. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we could just use the blood. We could just I've use the blood. We could just I've seen a... enough movies. I've seen enough movies to know that's probably not a good idea. We could probably just use the blood cells found in some bones of the T-Rex. Just go take some of that. Put it into here. That may be something we'll have to do on a future episode is talk about talk about blood cells and DNA. Oh, um, Thank you, Matt. I'm going to make a mental note of this. <laughs> so, so tell us more about these these cool things of a T-Rex. Um, um So with all these cool things, as you said, bigger brain, cool teeth, big claws, and binocular vision, how would this all work together to help T-Rex, little RBK, to defend himself? If he even need defended. Ah, now there's the probably the good question. Whether he was top of the food chain or not is always the question that comes up to me. Uh, and I think about uh, that a question I want to chew on. Um, you know, I, I would assume he was near the top of the food chain. Um, so I don't know how much, how many other things would be, would be attacking him that he would need to defend himself. But if, if it's like other animals in the animal kingdom today that the Lord made, there's definitely attacks from um, others of the same kind. So if you have a male that is wanting to mate with a female and you have two or three males that want to mate with the same female, you may have those, those different sized adult males attack each other to try to um, to look good for the for the ladies and so and to maybe be able to mate with them. So there's always that idea that I think is is more than fair to think about. And he would have had to have defended himself from that. Um, and so I I my my mind goes to a um, 
pretty tough situation that I read about. I was I just came home from Wyoming about a month ago, and I got to go to Yellowstone National Park. And in Yellowstone National Park, you find grizzly bears. Well, grizzly bears are at the top of the food chain, so to speak. And uh, they had recently had an attack uh, earlier this summer, I think, or maybe late spring, where a an adult, um, fully mature grizzly bear attacked a younger male grizzly bear and killed that younger grizzly bear. So even though grizzly bears don't eat each other, um, they fight every once in a while. And they were fighting over a female bear. And, uh, and so it was, it was pretty horrific. Uh, some of the things that I saw and, and heard about that attack. Um, I mean, they did, they did not hold back at all. So some of those things like claws and teeth in grizzly bears that they use for eating or for hunting or for digging, um, they were very much, the younger bear was very much trying to defend himself with all of those things. So your ideas and, and these, these things we're talking about today, about him defending himself, T-Rex, with his teeth and his claws and his, and all of the above, um, I think very much it could be true, even though there's very little way for us to prove it, right, Eli? Exactly right. So, this is our last question. Who do okay. you, And this is a pretty good way to, you know, end the whole question thing. Who do you think was a bigger threat to the T-Rex, other dinosaurs or humans? Ooh. I I would argue us over over other dinosaurs. Because of my biblical worldview, Eli, because you and I believe that the Bible's history is right. Um I very much believe that that dinosaurs like T-Rexes um that most likely were carnivorous after the after the fall after sin entered the world and death entered the world um listen things today that we don't get along with or that don't get along with us sometimes we as humans have a tendency to want to take those things out and so if t-rexes didn't get along with us after the flood or or later on in history we probably took them out so i i do i think maybe we were probably a bigger threat than than other dinosaurs were That'd be my thought. How about yours? What do you think? I was thinking the same as you, Matt. Very much. But it's not something we often think about, is it? A lot of no. times we don't think about us and us and dinosaurs, do we? We're usually no. just taught that they died 66 million years ago and long before we showed up, but that is not what the Bible says. So it's good for us to think about those things, talk about those things. Yeah, very, very much so. So, anyway, let's get to our wrap-up. Okay. Thanks for for all your time with me today, Matt. Can't wait to see you for the Defenses of a Dinosaur Part 4. Pachycephalosaurus. Ooh, Pachy. I like Pachy. We talked a little bit about him in last episode, but I'm looking forward to having a whole episode. We'll talk about him. How about him and Draco Rex? Should we talk about Draco Rex, too? Yeah, let's just talk about the Packy fam. Okay. All right, then. Until next time, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So, see you on the next episode, Matt. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Truth About Dinosaurs podcast. If you love the show... 
please leave me a review by going to truthaboutdinos.com forward slash review. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app. And please consider supporting the show by going to truthaboutdinos.com forward slash support. Your generous support helps me acquire new research materials to continue unearthing the truth about dinosaurs. See you on the next episode.